Ladies and gentlemen around the world, welcome to the Film Deviant Podcast. Yeah!
What is going on, party people of the world? Hope everyone's doing well out there. Hope everyone is in a good mood. Um, you know, it's all this crazy stuff that's going on. But it, I think every everyone needs to stay cognizant of the fact that, like, you know, everything kind of... You get over it and you kind of move on to new things. And, you know, you discover things that you might not have discovered before all this crazy stuff, you know. So, like me, I'm doing this podcast show and it's kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm learning new things about myself. And I'm also learning awesome things like with some of the guests that I've had on, you know. Um, and speaking of guests, I have a special guest in the house. <laughs> um my most reoccurring guest so far, which is kind of, it's pretty awesome. Um, Krista from the Stream Sessions is back in the house. Welcome, Krista. <laughs> I was going to say, thanks for having me again. I don't know how special I am. Been on, like, is this my third episode? Fourth? I'm not even sure now. It's, I mean, always, I, it's always a pleasure to be back. I, I lost count because <laughs> of all these crazy episodes that I have. Um, no, but I think it's actually your third, okay. right? Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but I have you on the show because I think we're doing this, um, you know, uh, reoccurring thing where we're watching these cool movies and we got to, like, talk to somebody about these movies. And this one particular film that I won't reveal quite yet because I have some things to get into before we navigate the ship into film land or whatever. <laughs> um, but the film that we're discussing tonight is it's something that I've been meaning to like talk to you about because you're from the strange sessions and you guys deal with a lot of the stuff. Um, but I didn't know quite how to make an episode about it. So it was like this episode was supposed to be about two films and then it kind of evolved into all these different iterations of what, it, what the film was, you know, we were going to be discussing this evening, but it was like, you know what? I just want to talk about this one film because of the subject, because I think it's a, you know, I think if anybody out there is listening to this show, I'm sure they would love to corner either, either you or Kurt and discuss some of these topics from the, you know, these episodes that you had. Um, so I won't reveal that. What I will reveal is Satanic Panic. <laughs> not where I thought you were going. <laughs> All right. Okay. The, our last uh, episode on the strange session. Satanic yeah. Panic. All right. Yeah. 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 And I, I, <laughs> it's kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm like semi cracking up because I feel like when I have you on, it's like an aft, like a strange sessions after show or something. <laughs> it's a bonus episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Patreon content. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Um, discussing, like, hearing you guys talk about, you know, um, the satanic panic of the 80s and, um, you know, all the crazy stuff that's gone on or whatever. Like, have you had any personal experience with, you know, um, <laughs> satanic rituals? Because or... <laughs> um, I have, and I'll talk about it in a minute, but I just so wanted is, to see if you had any. This is interesting uh, because I have a friend who's a card-carrying Satanist. Really? Yes, I do. I'm not going to say who he is because I don't know right. that he would want me to do that. But I actually bought a copy of the Satanic Bible because okay. I'm just really curious. Like, I want to mm. read what this is about because a lot of people have a really misguided idea of what true a true Satanist is. 
Absolutely. And yeah. it, you know, I, I was like, you know what? He, he's talked a lot about some of the, the theories and the concepts and he is a really decent person. Like yeah. I, I would never have guessed that about him. Mm-hmm. So when he starts talking about it and he's like, you should really just, just read it, just read it. Because I'm somebody who obviously introverted kind of selfless i'm always putting other people first i never really put what i want or need first and he's like you need to read it you need to read it just get through the first couple of chapters because it really is about kind of indulging your own wants and needs by not you know not harming other people of course right you know it's interesting i'm i'm a few chapters in and i'm definitely someone who was raised catholic went to a private Mm -hmm. catholic school went to catechism classes all that stuff not catholic now but it's just such an interesting flip on all of the things that I was taught growing up. It's, it's right. but extremely logical too. There's yeah, a lot of absolutely. there's a lot of goofy, you know, hoo ha stuff in there that I I'm just gonna skip over. But <laughs> the the concepts themselves are really interesting. So yeah, yeah, it's and, knowledge. And it's interesting that you you know mentioned that you were raised Catholic because um, same here. Like I, I've. I did all the steps, you know, like a good Catholic boy would. <laughs> Confirmation, all that yep. stuff, yeah. But, like, you know, as you get older, you tend to, you know, you, you get a little bit more philosoph- philosophical about stuff. So you, you mm-hmm. question things and you see, you know, oh, what's this and what's that? So, like you, I I, um, I read the Satanic, you know, the, the Satanic Bible, I guess. It's from uh, mm-hmm. Anton Levy. Yep. Um, and it's a lot of, like... You know, it's a lot of logical things, and you like, I, yeah. I was, I was thinking, like, so you know, it, I'm coming from the horror movie world, so, <laughs> oh sure. <laughs> so with my understanding, with you know, my the first film that I watched was or actually the first film that messed me up <laughs> that, that I shouldn't have been watching when I was like eight years old or whatever was a film called All the Colors of the Dark, uh, which is an Italian giallo film with a lot of um, satanic elements in it. Um, so when I first saw that, I, I was like, okay, all this imagery, you know, it's like, um, Satanist or whatever, and he's a priest and he's doing these rituals. So that's what always stuck in my head. Um, when I was like experimenting, you know, not experimenting, but just like educating myself. So yeah. when I was reading it, I was like, God damn, a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Like, am I satanic? Am I, you know, <laughs> am I of this dark one or the dark lord? But, like, you know, once you start reading more of it and understanding that, you know, it's like a, a way of seeing things and whatnot and, and just, mm-hmm. you know, a different perspective, it didn't feel scary. It didn't, like, all that oh. stuff, you know, diminished in my mind. And I was like, okay, this is what it's truly about, you know. Um, so when you say that you, you know, somebody who's a Satanist, like, it's so weird that people have to like, like keep that private, Mm -hmm. right? You know? Well, and I don't know that he does. I just didn't know we'd be talking about this. And I I (laughs) would want to ask him first before I said something like this. Of course. Because it is, it is a fellow stranger. So that I will say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, and he will probably listen to this episode because <laughs> okay. he's also a Bigfoot enthusiast. So, <laughs> well, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because I was just going to say the five people that listen to my show won't know who. <laughs> well, you're going to have but... like six for this episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, with my experience, um, I remember. So, as I've mentioned to you, I grew up in Fall River. You know, there there was a lot of just 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you would call it New England, like, sorcery or, like, occult stuff or whatever. Because, you know, I remember when I was younger, we made the trip up to Salem, uh, Massachusetts, and looked mm-hmm. at all the, the witch stuff and all that, you know, great stuff. But Fall River was also, people were all, always into something, you know. And it's, like, these days, Fall River has, like, reached an unfortunate time. Uh, because I think there's like a lot of gang and drug mm. stuff that goes on now, but back then all this crazy stuff would happen. So I remember my friend Craig, whom I've also had on the show, um, and the, <laughs> the one that I, I told you about the van, the van plowing into yeah. us. Yeah. Yep. Um, he was like my co-pilot with all this crazy shit. So, <laughs> um, I remember one night. Like, we heard from one of the, the cool kids, you know, I, I grew up in the projects, and a lot of the, these kids would talk or whatever, so one time Craig was over, and uh, one of the kids mentioned, like, some kind of satanic thing going on later, or whatever, so Craig and I were like, satanic what? You know? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. So, we foolishly, you know, paid attention, found out where it was. We we went there later. It was actually under some overpass, and there's like I don't know these like wooded areas. So we went there, um, and that doesn't like, sound shady at all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> under an overpass. <laughs> God. Okay, go on. So um, uh, so now bear in mind, I, I've also talked about this in the previous episode where I was a latchkey kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Craig would say he's sleeping over at my place. And meanwhile, my mom's working, you know, she doesn't listen to these things. So I can totally, totally say all that stuff. But um, so we were out there late. Like it was, I would say, I mean, not super far, but it was, you know, in a place where we could easily walk to and walk back. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually cut through the woods that was out, you know, adjacent to our the projects that we lived in or I lived in. And so, I don't know, it must have been, geez, like 11 o'clock at night or something crazy. Like, my mom used to go to work at 10, so we would eat, and then we would head out or whatever. So, now, when we walked up, we saw, like, feathers everywhere, right? And um, we, we, like, hid under, like, so it was like, if you can imagine, like, an overpass, and then there's like wooded area with like a, almost like a stream that's going by or whatever. We were on the other side. So there's, um, you have to like almost walk all the way around. And then there's like a little, like a walk path, like a bridge or something, right? Um, but so we were pretty near to what was going on. We saw like fire and we, we saw a bunch of people like in dark like hoods and stuff like that. So it was like... You know, when I saw that, I, I must have been, I don't know, 14, 15. And so when I saw that, it was like, that's what kind of informed my brain that, okay, mm-hmm. when people <laughs> get together for rituals or whatever, this is what happens. You see, like, you know, um, so we went there the, the day after, um, you know, we saw all that stuff happening. We were like, fuck this. And we just left. <laughs> but we, we, <laughs> we went there the day after, um, after school. And by the way, yeah, that was, this was a school night for Christ's sakes. <laughs> um, Just a Tuesday night for Brian. <laughs> Going to a Satanist ritual. <laughs> Some might actually agree with that. 
Um, so we went there the day after after school, and we noticed like blood everywhere. You know, there, there was like this fire that you know that was there the previous night. So it was all ashes and black and everything. Um, and then like feathers just everywhere. You know. So then I started thinking, man, like are these people just like killing animals and so like my mind just went past the fact that you know maybe they conjured up a demon or whatever and <laughs> right. It, it went right to like they killed an animal here you know? so. in order to conjure up a demon but yeah <laughs> <laughs> right um so i don't know it just like it, it so so okay so, so satanism went from being something that was very like ooh mysterious or whatever into being something that was like Oh well, fuck these people. They kill animals, <laughs> like mm, just right. mean people. Yeah. And then after that, <laughs> when I started reading into it, I was like, "Oh, okay, those were just idiots that didn't know what they were doing." Like right. Satanists, it's, it's actually like a way of life. You know, it's a way of right. looking at things. Like I said, a perspective. You know. So yeah, I mean, I just wanted to mention. I just wanted to see your perspective on you know just because uh, I I remember just being a part of the satanic panic in the eighties. And then, you know, there's a lot of political stuff that happened. There's a lot of, um, you know, just things that you would see every day, like Geraldo and Donahue and all these guys, like they would have Satanists on the show. And, you know, so it was like, it was very, um, like the, the, those people that, um, I think Kurt said, he's going to save for a later episode, the West Memphis three or oh, something. Oh, the West Memphis three. Yeah. 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 Like that's enough. That's, an episode in and of itself you know mm -hmm. yeah totally <laughs> so I'm, I'm psyched for that one but I, I just like you know in, in this day and age um when you see satanic you know whatever it's like ooh, but it's actually um it's actually a cool way of life you know it's like yeah. buddhism or whatever you know um, it, it's very much um and i i actually it's kind of sounds weird to relate it to buddhism but buddhism is very much about finding all the answers within Mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. feel like it's this is the same way. Although right. with Buddhism, is it's shutting all of your, you know, a true Buddhist or whatever, a monk would shut all of their personal belongings and mm -hmm. and attachments to everything. And whereas a Satanist would be like, hey, if you want that, get it. Right, right. <laughs> Have all the things if you want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever makes you happy. Right, so there's right. some differences there, but I think the fundamental of looking for happiness, like inside, is probably mm -hmm. a commonality. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I, I wanted to just talk about that because, you know, um, you guys are investigating all these, uh, things that happened, right? Like, um, that, uh, so, so the like daycare the, thing. yeah, like I didn't want to actually, I was trying to think of the other one because I didn't want that <laughs> one was like, gives me the skis. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> The Dungeons um, and Dragons stuff, or oh what? my god, yeah! <laughs> god damn it! There's here's like another forty minutes of just me, like, but like I, I, I was like, oh my god, I played Dungeons and Dragons with my friend Craig, and I remember if if Craig's listening to this, there was this one time where he was like, uh, he was trying to make this campaign, and I was trying to work into his campaign. Well, this guy comes from the future. And he listens to Prince on his Walkman, and he has his own skateboard that he fashioned out of a tree. Like, and he would just get so pissed off at because, like, a true dungeon master is like, no, like, you know, we must adhere by these details. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> would it just be the two of you? Can just two people play? 
Um, it was me and then like my brother Bryce. Um, okay. And then you know, I mean, we we, I mean, it was just like the three of us, and then you know, every once in a while, somebody else would come in or whatever. Um, but yeah, like you could pretty much have a campaign with just two people. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was just but. Having said that, there, I've known campaigns that have been like thirty people <laughs> in oh, wow. room, you know. Yeah. So, um, so I guess it just depends on like you know who's playing what, and you know, it's almost like uh, like you. I think you guys even mentioned LARPing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like a like LARPing is a more physical form of you Dungeons know. And dragons. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I could. Jesus Christ, I could talk about, <laughs> about that stuff. Um, but the true meat and potatoes of the episode is all about this one film that came out in 2013. Um, and pretty surprising to me because uh, when I heard about Bobcat Goldwaith coming out with a horror movie, um, that I was very, like, that was around the time when I was writing my own blog, my own horror blog. Um, so I, I would just like, review these movies left and right, you know? But when I heard about this one, I was like, oh my God, like, the, here's a guy from Police Academy, and he's uh, he's made a couple of really good films, too, um, before this one. Um, were they but, scary or comedies? No, they were, like, dark, dark comedies. Um, okay. God, I can't, I, I should have, I should have wrote it down from my, my notes, but he... Um, God, one of them is about one of them has um, God, uh, Robin Williams in it. Oh, really? Yeah, hmm. yeah. And I think his son commits suicide, or no, actually, his son. <laughs> I don't even know if this is spoiling the movie, but his son uh, does one of those um, sexual asphyxiation things. Oh, right, autoerotic and asphyxiation, or whatever. Yes, yes. Why do I know that? <laughs> whatever that's called. <laughs> rolled right off the top. <laughs> like precisely too. I'm not even gonna <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um but yeah so his son does that <laughs> and um and so he wa- he walks in on the aftermath and it's like he would much rather have his son like be known to have committed suicide than this mm-hmm. like right you know shameful way of going yeah right yeah so um it's very like there's a lot of dark shit like that that happens Mm. in that movie so like when he made those movies um it was almost like wow like so his mind is tuned into like another level of these movies so when i heard of him attempting a horror movie i was like wow so this is gonna be totally different and it sure as hell was um (laughs) (laughs) 2013 willow creek and this was was this one of your suggestions? Yeah, I love this movie. Yeah, I've talked um, about it on the strain sessions actually because I I just love it. And so, like, you know, when when you mentioned it, I was like, okay, so we, we can do Willow Creek and then like another found footage movie. And then I was like, well, that found footage movie feels more like another one that I would I want to kind of pair with. This one would have paired really well with another movie uh, from two thousand three. I think, called Open Water, um, which I hope to discuss with you in a later episode. Um, but this one is like, it's it's one of those like found footage films that like 
unspools, right? Like uh, the more, it's almost like a Blair Witch where it's like they're in town and they're interviewing everybody about, you know, the, the Patterson Gimlin, Gimlin? Gimlin. Gimlin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to defer to you because you're the big <laughs> specialist. <laughs> Enthusiast. Don't yeah. call me an expert because I'm clearly not that, but enthusiast. No, I called you specialist because oh, I think that sounds better. Way more credit than I need. <laughs> specialist. Yeah, oh, like in my 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 job, <laughs> I ha- I so they gave me like a um, a title that is supposed to be at the end of every email that I send out, and it was like branch manager or actually no, it was before I became branch manager. It was a uh, customer service whatever. So I changed it to special. I was like, customer specialist sounds a lot more official. <laughs> right. It's very uh, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> so you you are a Saskatchewan specialist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that doesn't really roll off the tongue, but. <laughs> um, so this one came with an 86% on the tomato meter. Nice. Um, which is crazy. That's like, you know, hundred yeah. percent. Like that's a lot of people love this movie, but I did find it's detractors, um, online. And a lot of people were like, Oh my God, this movie takes forever to get going. And then finally, and then, it, so it's like, you almost get the sense that the same people that watched Blair Witch Project <laughs> watch this one. And they're yeah. like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> what do you want me to say? Just keep talking. I got to adjust these levels. Check one, my boyfriend's a big idiot. Check one. I said that I, I would come on this trip to help you with your film, and it's your birthday, and we're gonna have a great time, but I'm not about to say that I believe in Bigfoot. Hi, I'm in Willow Creek, Mecca to the Bigfoot community. He's all over the place. Oh, there he is. There is a thing we call the curse of Bigfoot. Your friends will all think you're crazy and you'll spend all of your days searching for something that you never find. I think we're getting close. There's a lot of people back in these woods that just don't like other people in their business. Turn that thing okay. off. Okay. Lucky for me, I know another way in. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> what is my sock doing in the tree? Oh my God. Look at this. Did you see this? Oh. So I may have just gotten some evidence. Did you hear Would you happen to have the synopsis of this movie? I would. <laughs> I would. Shall I go? Okay, you so. should. All right. <laughs> Willow Creek, as I like to call it, I refer to it as the Blair Witch of Bigfoot movies. Because mm-hmm. to me, it really is. Yeah. So, it, and I think you're right, it really does parallel, like, pretty much from beginning to end mm-hmm. with Blair Witch. There are a lot of similarities that, for some reason, don't bother me. Yeah. But we'll get into that. I'm sure we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> but 
So it's about Jim, a Bigfoot enthusiast, and his girlfriend Kelly, not a Bigfoot enthusiast, who set out to visit Bluff Creek, California, which is the site of the famous 1967 um, Patterson-Gimlin film, which Mm -hmm. featured footage of what is thought to be a female Bigfoot, who they dubbed Patty, because Mm -hmm. as she's walking and turns, you can see that she actually has breasts. Um, along the way they stop in Willow Creek to talk to like Blair Witch a bunch of weirdos <laughs> really strange locals um, I, I did statues yeah I did like the guy with the ukulele I, I forget that he was in it and when he showed up I was like oh that's that's funny <laughs> it was so uncomfortable for me to watch I don't know that's, yeah. I just find moments like that really awkward <laughs> Um, so they also go to a place called Bigfoot Books, owned by Stephen Strufert, I think his name is, who plays himself in the movie. He actually does own that bookstore. And I swear, yeah, I think I've seen him in at least one other actual Bigfoot documentary. He's like a kind of an expert, I guess you could say. He's actually part of a group called the Bluff Creek Project. Which okay. is a group, they're a group of enthusiasts who are conducting research at the original site of that uh, film that was shot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they after they, they're done messing with all the town people, they finally start making their way out to the site. So you basically have to get out there, park, and hike a couple hours in. And of course, right when they get there, there's this creepy dude <laughs> who's like, stop. <laughs> gets right in his face and like tells them they have to leave and he's like really rude and scary. But that doesn't deter them. They still find another way in. They go park. They hike in. Probably it takes, I don't know, two hours or so. And he's like, we're almost there. There's only an hour and a half to go. And she's like, we're camping. (laughs) (laughs) They immediately set up camp. And... So they're camping. They the they have the camera going in the in the tent. They wake up in the middle of the night and shit starts happening. Like it's yeah. very gradual. And we can, I don't know if you want to go into the details of that later, like describing all of that because it's very classic Bigfoot stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a rough night. Let's just say that. And she's a believer by the end of it. Yeah. Um, so they end up leaving at dawn, trying to find their way out. And in classic Blair Witch style, they pass the same tree that they passed three hours earlier. Yep. And uh, there, things are happening around them, and I won't go into the ending because I'm assuming we're going to get there. But I hope yeah. we talk about Bryce Johnson a little bit. If, yeah. Gonna, okay, good. Yeah, because, like, okay, um, so lovely syn- uh, synopsis. Um, Bryce Johnson, like, so I was like, it's one of these movies where, you know, like a, like very much like a Blair Witch, where it's like you've never seen these people before and then afterwards they sort of went on to do different things or whatever but i actually um back when i first watched this movie i remember bryce johnson from a, a show on it used to come on mtv uh quite a bit in i think 2011 i want to say called death valley which uh th- so they were like police officers and, you know, supernatural things like vampires and zombies and things like that were actually, they existed. And they would just go out and, like, write tickets to these, like, uh, you know, zombies that were, like, breaking the law or whatever. You know, it was, like, stupid, but it was so funny that it was actually really good. And he was one of the police officers in that. I was like, oh, my God. So that's that's, <laughs> that's funny I, that he was. I recognized him, too, because two shows. He had one ep- one appearance on Gilmore Girls. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also on a show called Pretty Little Liars where he played a cop again. So apparently yeah. he looks like a cop, I guess. But yeah, yeah. And I heard you mention that before, and I need to get up. I need to watch Pretty Little Liars um, because I, I, everybody tells me it's like it's very parallel to Italian um, Jallo films of the seventies, like in terms of structure. Do you mean Gilmore um, Girls? No, no. Uh, Pretty. Oh, Little Pretty Liars. Little Liars. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's on my like I need to watch list, but I got so much stuff on that list that uh, I don't know when I'll get to it. But how many seasons does Pretty Little Liars have? Mm, I don't know. It was something I watched on Netflix. I never watched it like when it was on TV because I, I don't know. It's like a teenage <laughs> show, and I'm a grown ass woman. <laughs> but, but but that's what I'm saying. Like me too. Like I was I was like, I don't want to watch that show, but I keep hearing that it's no, a great it's good. Show. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really good. It's definitely lots of weird turns and twists, and yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a dark show. It's pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many seasons there were though. I can't remember. Um, but Bryce Johnson and Alexi Gilmore, Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, so they they both worked with Bobcat before. Okay. Um, so that was interesting. On his previous two films, I think both of them were in it in in some way, shape, or form. Um, and then, like Bobcat, also had a TV show later, and I, I forget the title of it, but they're all they also show up on that TV show as well. Um, so this one's written and directed by Bobcat Goldwaite, and it's crazy because they shoot it in Northern uh, California as well, where you know so watching this film did all this stuff take place in the actual uh you know uh at bluff creek yeah patterson guilt like where they filmed that i don't know the the bobcat was he was he like i need to have this like official and authentic or whatever so he was like actually in the town i wouldn't Uh, doubt it it. willow creek is like the bigfoot capital of the world it's like uh they're hardcore into bigfoot there and i i think bluff creek is just a few hours away from there so it wouldn't surprise me Okay, because that's like I get the the idea that this is like um, you know like when you see those alien movies or whatever, and they have like you know taking place in Roswell or whatever, and you got the gift shop and everything. Like it just fe- felt very much like you know this is steeped in Bigfoot lore, like authentic. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it felt like <clears throat> much like Blair Witch did, like somebody like a found footage, like a true. Uh, like somebody found this footage that somebody tried to record their own documentary or whatever. Right. And that's what I found so effective is that um, Alexi Gilmore, who plays Kelly, and then Bryce Johnson that plays Jim, they actually met on the way to the set. So oh, it was really? Like they, yeah. So they didn't have any prior knowledge of each other. No real, chem- you know, it's like, uh, like, you know, you just... Oh hey, like we're gonna be like boyfriend, boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I found there, um, like that scene in the tent later when when you know uh, Jim pulls out the the ring, like it just mm-hmm. felt like very authentic, like a like a you know like a true couple would be feeling all these awkward things or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I started thinking, like, what if I was like in this tent with my wife? And we heard these noises or whatever, you know, like. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> Never go like, in the woods again, that's for sure. 
Like, have you ever, like, you yourself, have you ever seen your husband, like, at his most scared, like, his most frightened? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah? After 23 years? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Not, like, not like scared of, like, more scared of, um, like, he had some medical stuff that was really, really scary. So, okay. Okay. fearful in that sort of way. But yeah. I don't, I, he doesn't believe in any of this stuff. Like maybe mm-hmm. he comes around, we talked about Bigfoot a little bit. He's like, no, nah, I just don't think it's a thing. I don't think it's possible. But yeah. I think if he, if he were put in that situation, he would be scared shitless. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Right. Right. And it's like, it's, it's, um, I, I felt like it was very genuine because. Oh yeah. You know, like it displayed like these two people that are supposed to be in a relationship, but I've never seen Jim like scared out of his wits. You know, I've never mm-hmm. seen Kelly like, you know, just on the, on the verge of crying because she's so scared, you know. Um, so it's just very interesting when you're like, when you think you know somebody, but then, you know, you get to see a different level of them. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> um, like I almost imagine uh, like I, I've my wife has seen me scared quite a bit because you just go on going to great America or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I hate those high you know, yeah. rides or whatever. So she's literally seen like the whites of my eyes or whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, just like I, I, I loved it in that sense. So for me, what people didn't like about this film, I liked. Like I liked the the um, the way that you get to learn these two and what they're doing, and then they're in town and they're doing this, and then like towards the because it's I'm, I'm I paused it and I was like, okay, we only have like. 15 minutes left to this movie and we're starting to get to the, the nitty gritty of everything. You know? mm-hmm. um, and so I forgot that it was like the whole movie is a build. And once you get to that third act, it's like, like all bets are off, you know? <laughs> right. and, you... <laughs> yeah. and I love this, just like in Blair Witch Project, how they don't show the beast. You know what right. I mean? They don't, sh- they don't give you that. You, they, you hear, all these noises or whatever, and you're just you're shook in that way. Which, by the way, that was all Bobcat Goldwave. That that was his um, voicing <laughs> the sound. Really? Yep, yep. That's interesting. Well, and um, I did find myself wondering, like Blair Witch, like did they know what was coming? I'm sure they knew some. Like they knew there were going to be whoops. They knew that there were going to be wood knockings. They probably mm-hmm. knew there was going to be a, like that long drawn out call, but maybe not how it was going to happen. Because right. their reaction seemed really authentic to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and same here. Like, I felt like, and it wasn't overstated. Like, it wasn't like, you know, Jim screaming his head off. Right. And running through the woods like I would probably be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, with Blair Witch, it was very much like, oh, my God, these people are just, like, they're almost to the point of, well, they're they're panicking. They're truly mm-hmm. panicking. And And, you know, you get to see them at like level 12 of panicking and in this film it's like you get that parallel where it's like you know they found the thing that they were like low-key kind of looking for and they were they probably in the back of their minds are like like have you ever been on any kind of a bigfoot hunt or whatever Mm-mm. okay would you ever go totally see okay now somewhere in the back of your head right if you're going to go on one of these Bigfoot Sasquatch hunts or whatever, are you thinking like, oh, I'm not going to ever find anything? Oh, totally. You know? Yeah. You know? So you, I, you... I kind of don't want to. 
<laughs> because I think but it would be really scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of those deals where it's like, if you find it, well, fuck, you found it. Now what? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's why I find this. <laughs> that's why I found this film really interesting and really well done because it was like, these people are doing what, you know, countless others have tried before. And they're actually like, I'm sorry, guys, if you've never seen this movie, but we're, you know, we're pretty, it's a, it's a Bigfoot movie, you know, mm-hmm. and that's pretty evident when you're watching the film. And I don't even know if this would be considered spoiler material because it's like, like what, what anybody out there that's listening to this, what would you expect to happen if you were to find like a Jack's Link's Bigfoot somewhere out in the woods, right? Carl, Carl's <laughs> hanging out in the woods or Daryl, no, his name's Daryl. Sorry. Yeah, Daryl. Carl's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's like, you know, I remember watching Harry and the Hendersons when I was a kid. And like <laughs> like to me it was like, oh, I kind of want to find a Bigfoot because I want a friend. <laughs> right. Yeah, not quite like that, I'm guessing. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's very um like, oh my god, when they show the um the half-naked female body and it's like randomly and it's like one of those like Blair Witch tricks where like it flashes and you see this thing and then you move on. It was like, oh my God, that that would like it was shocking. Yeah. Yeah, it was shocking. <laughs> um, even on the second time, like I've only seen this movie twice. Once back for my film deviant blog and for this. Um so I f- I totally forgot about that. So when I saw it again, I was like, oh shit, that's right. Like is you know, so that's meant to be like the i don't know the breeders of bigfoot I think right? so. yeah yeah i think that's the idea yeah so and again that that was like calling back the missing girl from earlier um so okay so <clears throat> it's kelly and jim and they're in town and they're trying to um <laughs> we already went down all these these different <laughs> roads and now i'm just talking about the, the setup but i just think it's so genius in the way that it's like it's meant to be a documentary. Um, so of course it would make sense to have, you know, these cameras and found footage kind of mm-hmm. concept. Um, they're interviewing all these random people. Um, and and then they get to the shop owner. And as you said, you know, they, they're given more details about it and where to go and whatnot. Um, so it's like, you know, me personally, um, back when I was, you know, doing this stuff with my friend Craig, you know, the second one of these scary, creepy uh, townsfolk shows up to tell me to turn the fuck back, <laughs> I'm turning the fuck back, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, thanks, bye. Because <laughs> right. people are way scarier than anything else you're going to find in the woods. Exactly. And, and that's like, <laughs> to bring in my story from earlier with the satanic thing, it was like, as soon as we saw, you know, oh my God, mm-hmm. you know, like we're... Uh, ritual, like a ritual going on or whatever, it's time for us to go. You know, we just wanted to show up just to see if we could see anything, you know. Um, so yeah, like, it, it, like you almost feel like, okay, well, they got what they deserve because they should have turned back or whatever, you know. But you also get the sense that he's very passionate about, you know, this, this, um, in, in their eyes, it's a found footage, you know, it's, it's footage of 
of uh i almost said nessie <laughs> <laughs> wishful thinking maybe <laughs> i know <laughs> if kurt if you're listening i want a nessie He's, he added it to the list he added yes it. really <laughs> he did yeah yes <laughs> awesome um so okay i just got super stoked um <laughs> but no like it like you you get the so they they're very passionate about finding in their eyes, like, you know, the prize, like uh, mm-hmm. we want to get a shot of our own and then this will elevate our documentary or whatever, you know? Um, so now I thought that was super interesting in the motivation department, you know, because it's like, like me, if I saw that somebody warned me about that, like you said, people are much scarier and sometimes like town folk can be very like scary. Like, if you if you if you're a fan of unsolved mysteries they just had an episode like with that kind of stuff you know um so uh tying it back to like true life bigfoot stuff um is that really the the so i could i could talk all day about you know the loch ness monster because i've been following that since i was a kid or whatever but like with bigfoot is that really the biggest like footage ever you know discovered or whatever about the beast i would say it's the most famous footage okay um i think anyone who's into bigfoot knows about the patterson gimlin film mm-hmm. go to youtube though there are probably thousands of you know videos Sightings. of quote unquote right. bigfoot yeah 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 but that that is the most well-known for sure yeah and, and but like not even like photos or anything um has there ever been like you know because i i know like um I, I was actually reading up on this uh for this episode so i know a little bit you know but um the the old photo of nessie in the loch ness has been proven to be a hoax which mm. shattered shattered all my dreams um but <laughs> they just revealed a brand new one and it's like oh that that actually kind of looks like something um so in research for this i saw that this gentleman by the name of Philip Morris stepped forward and he's of Morris costumes. And he claims uh, that he sold Patterson like a modified gorilla suit Mm -hmm. that they use for, for the video. So it's like, you know, these guys have been long passed away, so they can't really, you know, well, no, Gimlin's still alive. Patterson passed away. Yeah. Gimlin is still alive and kicking to my knowledge, unless he died recently, but (laughs) I'm pretty sure Because Bryce Johnson, who also has a podcast called Bigfoot Collectors Club, and okay. he also did a show on the Travel Channel called Bigfoot Expedition Bigfoot. So he's truly a Bigfoot enthusiast, and I believe I, I yeah I thought he talked to um, <clears throat> I thought he talked to Bob Gimlin on Expedition Bigfoot, hmm. but yeah. So is it, yeah, is it, be, the, is it because of this movie that like he went on? To I be don't like know this? if he was. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I didn't really know if he was into it already or yeah. if this movie turned him on to it. It could be, but mm. I mean, he's hardcore. Yeah, he's really into it. Yeah, so that's kind of oh, wow. cool. That is cool. That's that. Yeah. That makes me want to watch that show. <laughs> it's yeah. The podcast is really good, actually, and um, mm. they don't just talk about Bigfoot. They talk about a lot of paranormal stuff, but okay. um. The I thought Expedition Bigfoot was pretty good. I mean, it's your basic go out, look for stuff, not really find much <laughs> classic <laughs> show on the Travel Channel. I mean, they get some, some compelling things. They hear some things, see some stuff on thermal in, imaging or whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm. they, they never find anything because they never yeah. do. 
Right, right. But that's, that's that. But that's what I'm saying. It's like you, you, you know, like oh my god, I would so love to hunt. But it, in the back of your head, it's like, well, I kind of don't think this thing really exists, you know. But it's like it's that it's that weird. Um, I don't know, like the possibility. But even if there's a possibility and it shows up, it's like <laughs> <laughs> now what? Now what? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so like I don't know, like. At least with Nessie, like if you spot something out in the distance, yeah. and it's like you know, I, I'm over here. Like, you know? But if, <laughs> if you're there in the woods, like that thing is gonna just you know, like they did in this movie, basically. Right. Yeah. Although, um, to a lot of sightings of Bigfoot are from far away. At least the camera footage is always really blurry, and he's really far away, and you can't really <laughs> see him. So I don't know. But you would go camping. That's that's the thing that like like is crazy in my head it's like i personally i you know i I just went camping this weekend and we stayed at like log cabins air conditioned log cabins. camping (laughs) (laughs) quote unquote camping (laughs) but um like to be out in the woods and you're in a tent like a little flimsy tent and yeah you know there's this beast that's out there super yeah 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 Yeah. So so when when they're in the tent and you know you you got you know the the tent like you hear the stuff and then you hear like you know cracking out there or whatever like something's walking around it's like like what do you do <laughs> that's why i found this one actually pretty scary because it did remind me of um the film open water where mm. it's a, it's a couple that's stranded out in the water so it's like you're so vulnerable to anything that can happen what do you do you know so in this right. sense it's like you know if we know this thing actually exists, they're pretty much screwed. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. the, the A to Z about it, you know. Um, so, Although a like, lot of, I mean, a lot of people claim to have had encounters, and they're still walking around to talk about it. But mm-hmm. how many of those people truly had an encounter, or was it a misidentification, or are they just making it up? Who knows? Yeah. Until I see one for myself, or someone like if Kurt says I saw Bigfoot, I'm like, I'm all mm. in it exists because I trust yeah. him with every fiber of my being. Yeah. Joel Schmo down the road tells me I saw a Bigfoot, I'd be like, okay. Right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'd ask a lot of questions because I'd yeah. be really curious, but I I wouldn't quite believe it because I didn't see it for myself. Right, right. So and, and in that sense too, it's like <clears throat> excuse me. Um like if you were to see a Bigfoot you know, there's no mistaking it. There's like, you know, like when you see when they pe- when people try to um, basically pull all the the belief out of the Loch Ness monster, you know, they, oh, this could be an otter, or it could be this thing that came from the ocean or whatever. Like, if you were to see a Bigfoot, it's like, okay, that's a fucking Bigfoot. Like, you know, I know what a bear <laughs> right. looks like. I know what the coyote looks like. Like, that's that's a Bigfoot. <laughs> um, which like. Also, like back in, you know, I, I think um, the first sightings of a Sasquatch was from the the mid 1800s. Um, people were like actually reporting stuff back then and <clears throat> not so much like this vicious creature or whatever, but like a like a um, a giant, you know, a giant mm-hmm. that lived in the woods or whatever. Um, but the, the I, and, you know, to like what you said. The most famous one is from that 1967 short film uh, where they've 
tried to debunk it. They've tried to, you know, say it's a hoax. Um, but when you look at it, it's like, wow, like that's nothing like I've ever seen like before, you know? Um, yeah. And then like, haven't there been videos to try to like simulate it to see if it would be a hoax, right? I think there have been videos to slow down the footage because the, the beginning of it, he's like running and shaking all over the place. And then about midway through, he actually, I think he, I read that he fell to his knees and like actually was filming mm. her, Patty, as she was walking. And then it's pretty brief though. I mean, she disappears behind some trees, comes out on the other side and then disappears into the woods. So there's very right. little stable footage to look at. But mm -hmm. yeah, I've heard all all manner of things. I mean, I've heard a lot of, quote unquote experts say a, a suit like that, like costume like that quality mm -hmm. did not exist back then. Right. And the idea of somebody being able to put something that heavy mm -hmm. on and walk so easily with it seems a little mm -hmm. bit impossible. And yeah. I mean, they're, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very much, it's very controversial. You'll have people who are on either sides of the fence. I'm somewhere like, I'm not really sure. I don't know what mm -hmm. I think of it really. I think it's really compelling, but I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I've I've read on one hand that their stories have remained pretty consistently throughout the years. But then I've also read that well, I've, there's been some inconsistencies over the years too. So it's like I'm sure whichever part you want to believe, you can find something right. to support that. Right, right. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's crazy, and and like um. So the the video that I was trying to describe was. So I guess they took it's um it's a recent one like I don't know how not too too long ago, um and I'll link it if I find it on YouTube but it's a video of them like simulating what it would be like to buy a costume back then mm. and put it putting it like on like a really tall individual the tallest that they could find and then like filming what it would have been like to have seen like a hoax right just to prove mm -hmm. that to see if it was a hoax like if somebody would be wearing a costume and walking in that manner in this costume and then shooting it the way that they did. Like, um, like an so actual film camera, like not a digital camera. They use the same kind of camera. I think too. they, they used both just so they can like break okay. it down scene by scene or whatever and have more yeah. of a, like a high definition shot of it. Okay. Um, because like you said, like you try to break down the original footage and you just can't, like you just, you're left with that image. Like mm -hmm. however you look at it, it's like, that's the image you know <laughs> right um it's not like these days where you can like shoot something on an iphone and then just like you know really go into it and find every little high definition thing or whatever um so yeah just i thought that was super interesting because as much as people have tried to like you know oh this is a hoax or people have come forward like this this dude uh philip morris like he was saying that he made this costume or whatever like, you almost wonder if it's just, like, you know, if if they indeed shot, like, a legit Bigfoot back then, mm -hmm. and they took that to their grave, or maybe in their minds they were like, we shot something, okay, and the Bigfoot legend is the closest that we could, like, you know, <laughs> mesh to this <laughs> thing that we saw. Like, that's what they believe in their mind, you know. Later on, and when you kind of look at it and you, oh, my God, that's a hoax or whatever, then you sort of, like, there's these people that hop on that, like you know train to try to get some kind of publicity or whatever you know mm -hmm. so i do believe that there's that you know there's a lot of that in Loch Ness where it's like people just come in out of the woodwork either they claim they see it or they you know they're trying to debunk 
the original footage or whatever because they just want a little 15 minutes of whatever, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I don't know. I, I think um, applying that to this movie, it just, for me, it enhances it because it's like Bobcat Goldthwait doing a horror movie but injecting it with something like this lore that we all know about. And, and, you know, like, like yourself, like people that do want to learn more about it, like there's a ton of stuff out there. There's mm -hmm. like the show that you mentioned with uh, Bryce Johnson, um, which I wish I would have known, like I would have like reached out to see if he, <laughs> he might've been a guest. <laughs> oh, but that would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I will tag him though. So maybe we'll, you know, yeah. get some interaction from him. Well, and um, I think because... Bobcat is also a huge Bigfoot enthusiast. Like this, just oh, he is. this didn't come out of nowhere. I think he really okay. is an enthusiast himself. I follow him on Instagram, and he definitely posts mm -hmm. things about you know Bigfoot lore and things like that. And and Patterson actually, this didn't happen by chance. Mm -hmm. I mean, Patterson had been out to Bluff Creek before and okay. had had sightings of like prints and things like that. He was writing a book about um, the abominable snowman. Is it real? So mm. some of that plays into maybe the hoax theory because he was trying to sell a book about Bigfoot, you yeah, know, yeah. And he he was looking for Bigfoot. So they didn't just stumble on this. They were out looking for it. Yeah. 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 So, so and, and that like lends more to the believability of everything because, you know, he was out like, I don't know, I, I as many times as I as I've thought of that particular video, I, I remember watching like an Unsolved Mysteries or something back then or in search of um so when i first saw that as a kid i was like that's that's some kind of an animal like that's not a dude in a suit or whatever um so as as much as i've like just took that with me as i got older or whatever um i, I would believe that somebody that is searching for one of these things and is you know logged in like oh i found prints of it or i found these brushes and maybe some hair or whatever like you would think that like they wouldn't turn this into a hoax. Like they would actually want to discover it. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. Like, I, I think, like I said, um, I do feel it's a super interesting uh, subject. I, I've always loved things like I, like I told you, Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot, things like that. Um, my, my son is actually starting to get into uh, cryptids. So, nice. <laughs> so like Jersey devils in there and things like that. So it's like, it's one of those things like it's it's you know as long as we've been alive and as long as humans have existed in this world it's i find it funny that we still have trouble believing that other things have maybe existed beforehand and mm -hmm. and they still exist somewhere you know and like i just feel like it's such a humanistic thing to just feel so you know i don't know um like you're all that that you would believe that you're the only one around or whatever you know it's like um, not wanting to admit that there's a possibility that aliens exist with yeah. the vast universe that we live in. Nothing else of intelligence could possibly be out there. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and then like the world, like look at, look at the oceans, the oceans haven't even, we haven't tapped it to discover what's down there truly, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, who know, like what if something exists down there that's bigger than anything that we've ever seen? And it just, it's hanging out. Uh, it's almost like looking at us as like, parasites or whatever you know right. <laughs> so it's like yeah. staying away from the humans or whatever so it's like out of sight and then you see like something out there in Loch Ness or whatever and it's like oh that does not exist that's that's a hoax <laughs> so I don't know I, I've, I've always found like things like this um very interesting and the fact that 
he was able to turn it into like this, you know, really intense horror movie. Um, really cool. Really like I, I, I enjoyed my second time around watching this movie. Um, really awesome recommendation. Um, and I, like we're over an hour now. <laughs> We've just talked about Bigfoot in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about Bigfoot all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what, what, what appeals to you about Bigfoot? What's, what's the, what's the thing, you know, like where it's like, oh my God, this is so much more than like a Jack Slinks beef jerky commercial or whatever, you know? I think because it feels like a tangible thing, like ghosts, even though I've had my own paranormal experiences and I obviously believe in the paranormal and whatever ghosts are, there's so many theories of what ghosts even are. Yeah, yeah. It's not something that generally you see every day or can touch or whatever. And my belief is that Bigfoot is a living, breathing, flesh and blood thing. I don't think it's interdimensional. Mm. I don't think it's like an alien or whatever some of those theories are. Mm. I think it's, if it's out there, <laughs> I always have yeah. that, you know, tiny little <laughs> asterisk next to what I'm saying. But I, I, it's just a tangible thing that so many people have seen in the flesh. And that's fascinating to me. And it's fascinating to me how many different... Um, I would almost say species that people seem to see, you know, some have mm. black hair, some have red hair, some have brown hair, some have right. are completely white, some are big, right. some are short. It's just the, the variety of things that people see if, if they're seeing what they're seeing, you know, mm-hmm. who knows what, what all is real and what isn't. But I, I just think it's fascinating that the possibility that there's something like that out there that yeah. we're unaware of that the scientific community doesn't acknowledge. Although there are certain states where it's illegal to shoot Bigfoot. So what does that tell you? I don't know. Um, right, right. So I'm really fascinated by it. And I think it would be fun to go out on kind of an expedition. And at the same time, I don't want to. I don't ever want to run into one. Because I really enjoy being in the woods. And I'm not sure I would after yeah. that. So Yeah. Yeah. And, and like not for nothing. But if you were to see something. Like, not up close, obviously, because you would just be scared out of your wits. But, yeah, like, from afar, like, if you were to see something, you know, like, I've always thought, you know, if I ever win the lottery, like, I the the, one of the, like, I have a long list of things that I would do. I would take care of my friends. I would take care of my family, blah, blah, blah. And then I would get, get, like, the sports car that I've always wanted and just drive it across the country. But somewhere on that list is I would travel to Loch Ness. And I would buy myself one of these. Uh, I don't know how to fucking swim, by the way. <laughs> okay, but swimming lessons should probably be on that list somewhere. Just saying. I know. Um, much like some of my other stories that I've already talked about, like swimming. My my lack of swimming comes from a very traumatic event in my life, or whatever. So okay. I just never, I never wanted to be near the water. Although I love the beach, and I, you know, but that's me in therapy dealing with my issues <laughs> um but like i've always f- told myself i'm definitely gonna like buy like the most expensive submarine and then like, get my crew and i just want to see if it's real you know that's one of the mm-hmm. things that i've uh convinced myself you right? so the fact that like if i were out there and i were to see something right my mind would just get blown away. I would just be like, holy fuck, this is what my life has always led up to or whatever. You know? <laughs> right, so, yeah. So I would imagine for you, like if you're out on one of these expeditions um, or even like a Bryce Johnson or somebody, like somebody like who's interested in this, like a Bobcat Goldthwait, you know, if you guys were to see this in real life, like 
that would be sick. Right? <laughs> like that would be. I'd crazy. have a new podcast for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it oh would be. Goodness. I mean, that to me, that would be the ultimate. I mean, I, I've experienced paranormal on other levels, and I don't know that I even consider Bigfoot paranormal. To me, yeah, it would be an ultimate experience if I could do it from a safe distance <laughs> and get a really clear photo, yeah. not a blurry, shaky yeah. video or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it would definitely really drive me to want more, though. Mm. I think that's that's really? kind of what. Oh yeah, I would I would want more encounters. I would want to learn more. I mm. think I think that's what you do, though. You get a taste of something, and you just want more of it. That's right. kind of what ghost hunting is about. You get that first DVP, and you're like, oh, I need to do this more. I need to go back. <laughs> you know. I guess I could never be that because if I saw that, I'd be like, holy <laughs> fuck, I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> but like much like with some of the experiences in my own life it's like i i know enough that something out there exists and mm -hmm. i don't want to necessarily tamper with it because i don't know like some of the dreams that i've had and i told you about like i've had them recently you know so like and maybe somebody else that's a little bit more adventurous than me with those things would like delve into it and you know really like hone in on that right um, but for me, it's more like I just respect it too much. Um, I've seen things that can happen. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> open up any doors or whatever. You know? Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I believe in this stuff. You know, I do believe in, like, Bigfoot. I do believe in uh, Loch Ness. I do believe in spiritual stuff. Um, but, like, I'm not out there searching for it you know what i mean like i I'm, I'm leaving that up to you guys to find one and then i'll be like i knew it was true <laughs> <laughs> we'll take one for the team no problem <laughs> well and there's allegedly so i live um on lake michigan in sheboygan i'll just say where i live it doesn't matter and uh if you follow me on instagram or i'm sure i mentioned it on the podcast or whatever but there's a, mm. a stretch of forest here in wisconsin called the kettle moraine forest and okay. it's really beautiful it actually follows the path of a glacier that mm. came through um there's an ice age trail actually that that runs the whole length of the forest and there's a documentary on amazon about a local wisconsinite um, <laughs> who, who's searching for bigfoot but people have had allegedly have had sightings in the kettles really we call it and that's just like 20 minutes west of here we've done a lot oh, of hiking yeah. out there i've never seen anything but Mm -hmm. I can't say I was looking either. Bigfoot has, is more of a recent fascination of mine, I would say, like the last five or six years. Okay. So, yeah, but maybe I, I could just... have an encounter. I don't know. <laughs> but, I, like, usually when you're not looking, that's when you find them. You know, that's yeah. when you see stuff or whatever. So I, I could just imagine, like, Krista out on her porch or whatever, and you're looking out and you see something just kind of walk by. Like, oh, my oh, God. Like, that would I think... be too close for comfort. No, no, no. <laughs> this is my sanctuary. A lot of people are like, I would love to live in a haunted house. And I'm thinking, you're nuts. No. When I yeah. come home, I want to feel completely safe and secure. I don't want to be worried about what's watching me while I'm trying to sleep. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. I do live in a very wooded area surrounded by, like, a forest. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. But I remember um, speaking of, like, things that, you know, people have seen or whatever. I remember my mom telling us when we were kids, um, her, so this is a little personal or whatever, but she was in bed with my father, 
um you know just sleeping <laughs> i'm not gonna not that kind of show bro <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but she he started tapping her and she was asleep and she was he was like there's a guy that's watching me you know oh and she was just like getting up or whatever and she was like like i don't see anything what, what do you see and she's he described her father my grandfather oh, so like like he's only seen pictures of him or whatever but um this person looked different like he, like the way that she he described what he saw to my mom was describing a younger version of himself you know so it was like it was, it was one of those things that like my dad doesn't really believe in that stuff um even today like he's he's a spiritual person but he's he's a he's like a, one of those newborn christians or whatever you know <laughs> um but he doesn't believe in things like that. So when my mom told me this, I was like, wow, like that's, you know, like, like, I, like, again, it's like, how can you not believe in right. these things? You know, <laughs> well, especially after seeing something like, like that yourself. Although I guess it's easy to chalk that up to coming out of a dream or something like that. But right, right. you find a way to rationalize it. Yeah. That's what I thought was interesting about the tent scene actually was that even while stuff is unfolding around them, they're constantly looking at each other and saying, what is that? Yeah. And and he's giving her these looks like, are you kidding me? What yeah. do you mean, what is that? You know what that is. <laughs> like, even right up to the end, there, there's what sounds like a woman crying or whimpering outside the tent. And she's like, maybe somebody needs our help. And he's like, are you crazy? <laughs> a woman out there. Like, right up until the end when it starts coming at the tent, she's in clear denial. Like, yeah. Are there yeah. dogs out there? Are there would wolves make that noise? And right. so I think it's interesting when when you refuse to believe something, you refuse to believe it right up until mm. the bitter end, until you can't deny it anymore. Right, right. right. And and it's like I don't want to bring social commentary into this or whatever, but when you see like you know uh, people that are very vigilant against against like wearing masks and things like that, mm -hmm. right? You know, even even though there's like a pandemic going on or whatever, like you, there's like people that just will never believe refuse. even yep. even with it right in front of you like they just refuse to believe certain things or whatever um but again it's like like i don't know i just don't I, I don't understand the mentality of like you know i mean in my 46 years of being alive on this earth um i change i guess i've changed like I, I guess i've become more refined version of myself you know like Whereas back then I was raised Catholic and I did all that stuff. So it's like, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm showing up to church with like my heavy metal pins on my <laughs> denim jacket and all that stuff. You know? yeah. And the, I remember a priest asking, so do you think this is the right way, my child or whatever? And I was like <laughs> laughing at the guy, you know, <laughs> but in my head, it was always like, it was something always, you know, going on. I've always been searching for things in my head. So like now as a 46 year old, I look back and it's like, you know, I feel like I've always been plugged into certain things and not necessarily somebody with a closed off mind, you know, like, a, and again, some of my dreams have like kind of forced me to believe certain things that, yeah. you know, go on <laughs> beyond all this. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're talking about a Bigfoot movie. So <laughs> let me just... You know what, though, to, to speak to that, I do think that people who refuse to believe it, it's out of fear. I think that's self-preservation. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know that it's that they couldn't believe. It's that whatever it is that they're in denial of, they're so afraid of that they refuse to acknowledge it. It's just mm -hmm. a fear based thing. Yeah.
Yeah, I totally. And, you know, like when you watch horror movies and it's the guy that's like, oh, my God, this I don't believe in this. So I'm going to do this or whatever. That's the guy that always dies. Oh, <laughs> totally. You know, He's if the you first watch one horror to go. Movies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and actually, I just read something uh, not too long ago. I think it was in the New York Times that said that uh, horror fans are actually the smartest ones during this whole pandemic thing <laughs> because mm-hmm. they've seen it before, you know. Mm-hmm. Um we're all just so a tiny just, bit paranoid, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody out there that's listening to this, if you're a horror movie fan, you're one of the elites. You're one of the, you know, <laughs> the higher the upper echelon, of... yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's our time, people. Um, <laughs> but no, I totally recommend this movie. Um, I know, like, if you've listened to us, we've spoiled a lot of it, but it's it's Bigfoot. It's like, if you're into the mystique of Bigfoot, if you're into... You know, people that go out hunting for these things, you know, cryptids and things like that. This is a good movie. Um, really good film mind. Like, I think uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, I, I grew up with him in the Police Academy movie. So when I saw him on, in this uh, phase of his career, it's just very interesting to me because, like, somebody that took, um, I guess, maybe what they've, like, amassed in their life, like, in terms of knowledge, and turn it into filmmaking. You know, it always intrigues my my, my mind. Um, so totally recommend this one. It's from 2013. Um, Bobcat Goldthwait. I don't think I have any more. Uh, oh, uh, one little side note or whatever. Um, the Pacific Northwest is like they they hold the th- a third of these Bigfoot sightings, right? Like mm-hmm. in in the the country. So I don't know, like, is this something about that area where it's like it could sustain like a being like that? I mean, I'm just thinking vast forests to disappear mm. into, you know, yeah. Yeah. variety of climates, I suppose, depending on where what area you're in. I don't know. They do seem to have a pretty big concentration. <laughs> and it seems like every show about Bigfoot hunting happens in the Pacific Northwest. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and plus there's more animals and stuff out there too. So more you know, food, more, right, right. So yeah, just super interesting stuff. I'm glad that I had you on the show because if um, if I'm going to talk Bigfoot, why not have one of the strangers <laughs> on here? <laughs> well, and we didn't um, give anything. We didn't give the ending away, so we didn't spoil the very end. So if you if you obviously you can probably figure out what happens, but I actually thought the ending was kind of like. I wasn't prepared for it, actually, so well, okay, so we didn't give it away. Those of you who have listened to us thus far, because I do want to talk about one thing. Okay. Um, this is spoiler territory. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you to five seconds and then, you know, tune back in or whatever. Um, but yeah, so the, the end, very Blair Witch, like very, so... <sighs> The the final frame of Blair, the Blair Witch Project, it's um, dude in the corner, cuts out, right? Yep. With this one, it's like you're very much uh, disoriented because they're trying to get the fuck away, you know? And so you see um, a female, and then, like, it cuts to certain things, and it's like like this moving around or whatever. And then it's almost like somebody's being dragged, right? So mm-hmm. it's like... It's very creepy in that way because, you know, you mentioned earlier that you don't know why Bigfoot is lumped into supernatural stuff. But, like, with this, it felt very supernatural, very, like, um, 
I don't know if you're very like a big horror movie fan, but there's another movie called um, Wreck, uh, where it deals with like it's a Spanish film and it deals with zombies or like these these weird zombie esque creatures that people turn into as soon as they get bit, and it's 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 a scene toward in the third act where something similar happens where the individual is dragged away from the camera or whatever. Mm. And so in this movie, I felt very much like, you know, this is the found, uh, actually, that one's found footage as well. So maybe we, mm-hmm. <laughs> we should watch should. that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but in this one, like, I don't know, it just felt like um, you're very much in this couple's plight. Um, you know, Jim just got shut down from trying to propose to <laughs> his girl. You know? They're going to move so, in together, though, so it's all good. <laughs> So, but it's all these dynamics going on and it's like, yeah. wow, like what, what a presentation, like what a, yeah. what a way of storytelling, you know what I mean? So can I tell you what my theory is of what actually happened at the end? Yes. Okay. So again, spoiler alert. Yes. So as they're trying to find their way out of the forest, you're hearing whooping and it's coming from different areas. So mm. what I think is, you know, kind of inferred that happened is that they were, they were drawn into a certain spot. Because there's mm. more than one. There's at least three of them. Oh, shit. And okay. So so they were lured or kind of, you know, like a hunting party would, yeah. you know, enclose in on something from different angles and draw something, push someone to the guy who's going to shoot it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. They, they show up in the spot where they're supposed to be and that woman is there and she's a, a quick distraction because that's mm. when who's holding the camera, which is Jim, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is taken to the ground and then he goes through this really painful, what you think is a death. Yeah. And he's the one who's being dragged away. And then mm-hmm. I think he's finally killed. And then you hear something happening to Kelly. Mm-hmm. I believe Kelly is now going to be one of those women. Right, right. Was. Like, right. the whole goal was to get her. Now. And then you hear that there's a howl that starts. And then another one joins it. And then another right. one joins it. So there were clearly at least three of the big feats. <laughs> the sasquatches yeah um, okay so now your theory do you so you think it was the the sasquatches that did that do you do you not think that it was maybe the humans that have been around there that you know they, they see people like this and then they just like to appease the bigfoot you know like mm-hmm. maybe they lead them into the the spot or whatever or do you think they were just truly trying to warn them that these things exist or whatever Oh, yeah, I think they were trying to warn them away. Yeah, okay. for sure. I think there were three Sasquatch, one breeder woman, because mm-hmm. she's completely naked. <laughs> yeah. She's, <laughs> like, really dirty and making really weird noises. So she's clearly <laughs> become sort of animalistic, I guess. Yeah. She probably was a normal person at one time. And is she the person who was on the missing poster earlier? Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I, that's what I think happened. Yeah. I think that if they exist and they live in small, you know, little family units they probably mm-hmm. hunt together they probably they use their calls they use wood knockings to communicate with each other i think mm-hmm. that's there there's an intelligence there yeah absolutely yeah and especially if they've been living forever like in those woods like yeah they would come up everything like when you look at wolves in a in a in a pack you know there's always like the leader and then the way that they circle around their prey or whatever like there's mm-hmm. always a system to yeah. hunting you know and totally. any any kind of uh, breed of life or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very interesting because like, um, so that eliminates the human factor. 
in Willow Creek, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because the, hum- the humans are just basically just trying to, you know, you should get the fuck out of here because something might happen, you know, you're being unsafe, whatever. But it, I don't know, it's just the, the, the way that the guy did that was very creepy to me. So I, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe he's the one knocking on the, you know, the trees or whatever mm-hmm. to contact the Sasquatch or whatever. I don't know. Like, hey, they're over here. Tapping the code or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I took that encounter as, fuck, now more people are going to come in here and disappear. Yeah. Like, he was yeah, more yeah, like, yeah. dumbasses, just okay. get out of here because now there's going to be people looking for you in the place that I like to hang out or whatever. Right, it it right. was weird. He, there was no vehicle. There was no house. No. Nowhere. <laughs> like, he, he just walked up coming. Right. I think right. he knew they were coming. Yeah. <laughs> it does cross your mind. Like, the first time I saw it and they were in the tent, because some of the whoops are kind of like, ah, human could totally make that noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you do wonder. I did wonder, but then I don't know. As the movie progressed and how it ended, I to me that was what I don't know. Yeah. The only yeah, that, human there was the creepy Bigfoot lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so disturbing too. Just, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um, but no, like so other Bigfoot movies, um, and the one that I actually recommended to you, um, which maybe we should have paired that with this but this would have been like a three-hour episode or whatever <laughs> um it's one called exists um by eduardo sanchez yeah, i'm pretty sure Blair i've Witch. seen it yeah i'm pretty but, but that that one gives you a look at yeah. their version of a bigfoot you know what i mean it's so a little this too one, much right right and that's what kind of took me out of it because i was watching it and it was you know around those times where the jacks links commercials showed up or whatever so when you see something it doesn't like I don't know. It doesn't evoke fear in me. You know what right. I mean? Like, like this one did. Like this one was like, holy shit! Like something's going on, and they're listening, and they're trying to figure out what it is or whatever. And then when shit goes down, it's like, oh my god! Like, what is that? What is that? What's going? You know? So very disorienting in that way, and very creepy, and very much like a Blair Witch Project. Like I think if you were to compare these to the formula of all these found footage movies. This one matches up really well with Blair Witch. Yeah, um, you could probably you know. run them side by side. Yeah, yeah. The, they would, on <laughs> you know, they would unfold in a very similar cadence, and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But but I, again, it didn't annoy me. Normally, I would be no, really right. annoyed that something yeah. was following another movie so closely. But I thought it was done so well that I don't know. Yeah. I loved it. Me too. Me too. And eighty six percent of others uh, do not. Uh, <laughs> disagree with us. So. <laughs> it's those other fourteen percent that we have to <laughs> be careful. <laughs> exactly, those are the same people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wrong with them. So Krista and I totally recommend Willow Creek. Uh, check it out if you haven't. Even if you if you tuned in to you know get this movie spoiled, like it's a really good, entertaining film. You still um, need to watch it, even if we spoiled yeah. it a little bit. It's, yeah. It's still a good movie. I've watched it three times. That's my third time that I've watched it, just as a yeah. refresher last night. But Yeah, and it's actually the second episode that we've done that I want to watch a film that we discussed, like, again, like, really soon. You know, like, uh, The Final Girls. I wanted. I actually watched a couple nights after we, oh, did we you? recorded that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just such a fun movie. And then this it one, is. it's like, like, I don't know, like, whenever Blair Witch is on, I've told you this before. Like, I just have to watch it, you know? So mm-hmm. this one, um, because you haven't, I haven't really seen it. Um, I have, like, the whole direct TV whatever package. 
and sometimes if like I'm going through the channels and I see Blair Witch, it's like, oh, I'll watch that. You know, mm-hmm. this one is almost like you have to like have to click on out. one of these. Yeah, yeah. So it's like for me, I wish it was more available out there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I almost wonder. It, I was just gonna say I caught it on Amazon Prime. So if you have yeah, Amazon Prime, I know it's on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where I caught it too. Um, but I, I almost wonder why they didn't just like do like a special presentation on the Discovery Channel or whatever, you know? Because like it's one of those movies. Like I think it's mm-hmm. really, really. It should be out. It should be, you know, celebrated more. I think it's a really good movie. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know when this episode will be out. So I don't, you know, I don't know if you guys are promoting anything over on the Strange Sessions. Aside, I know like the the recording, the the due date will already have passed once this episode mm. goes live. Yeah, we're so. recording Saturday yeah, for the yeah. um, listener submission story of Saturday. I think Loch Ness might be coming up a couple episodes after that. <gasps> he, even, he even like bumped it Gasp. up in the list. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. We're not really. I, my coworker um, and stranger, Sherry, uh, um, is developing some mugs for us. So we may have some oh actual merchandise coming out soon, which is kind of exciting. And I really need to get on t-shirts. People are asking for t-shirts and yeah. I don't know why we don't just make it happen, but we're, I don't know. <laughs> we'll make it happen. I'm going to, so I'm going to design, I'm going to yeah, design you, you guys like a strange sessions one and just throw it your way. And then like, be awesome. <laughs> cause Love I would that. totally rock some, um, but I'm excited about the coffee mugs cause I'm a big, like I have hundreds of coffee mugs that I've just collected really? throughout the years. Nice. Yeah. What are you willing so to it's... pay for it? Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, we're trying to price stuff, and we're like, I don't know, what would I pay for a coffee mug that has my favorite podcast logo on it? So I paid. This is like no shit. Like my my sister's a huge Shining fan. Oh yeah. So I found like the Overlook Hotel, and it actually, you know, the 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 hotel that they based. Um, the Stanley, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, they sell like in their gift shop, like these, oh, like hey, yeah. like shining esque kind of mugs or whatever. But it's from the Stanley, so I got my sister one of those, and I think it costs like thirty bucks or something like that. Oh, so dang! Like, well, we're not going to charge shit. that much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. No, but I'm saying, like, I'm sure they sell a lot of those coffee mugs, so they they know what their price is, you know. So yeah. I would gladly pay, like, I don't know, twenty five bucks, thirty bucks okay. for. Uh, yeah. strange sessions <laughs> coffee <laughs> mug good to know, good to know. <laughs> um thank you so much once again like for being on my show like it's such a privilege whenever you show up um especially in this episode with all that knowledge that you have about bigfoot like i think if i did this on my own <laughs> my Sasquatchian uh specialist <laughs> but if i did this on my own it would just be me randomly like you know mispronouncing uh giblins <laughs> Gib- Gim- giblins <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the show really yeah. always appreciate you i have no problem being a total nerd on your show <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know what the next one's going to to entail but actually we should totally do the shining and doctor sleep okay okay oh shit (laughs) okay (laughs) i mean why not that's a lot of time i mean those are both really long movies but i was a big fan of the second one so i think there'd be a lot to discuss and i mean the shining is so classic yeah and now do we discuss um because there was a (laughs) a made for tv show Uh. 
movie that Let's came out. That, no, that. I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that movie does have its fans, and uh, like so Stephen King. Have you ever seen <laughs> <Langoliers>? <laughs> Yeah. Abomination. <laughs> oh but like you said, it does have its fans as well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But Stephen King has actually said, like you know, he prefers that one over Kubrick's version. You know. He 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 hated he right, but he hated Kubrick's version when that one first came out. Like he was like, "That's nothing like my book," you know. But it's very different from the book, right? But it's I think it's a masterwork of cinema. Absolutely, the music alone is yeah. Oh my god! So yeah, if you want to like, I didn't know we were like pulling out the big guns just yet. This is like. (laughs) Let's make it go home, man. <laughs> nice. I'm sure that'll excite a lot of my horror fans that have been like listening all along because, like, I think and Doctor Sleep, I think it's a really, really um, it surprised me. It was like mm-hmm. holy shit! Like it was a lot better than I, I would have thought. Um, now, are you somebody that has read the books as well? I haven't read Doctor Sleep. Okay. Um, but I've read oodles and oodles of Stephen King books. So okay, cool. And I've there's a lot of really great Stephen King movies too. That's actually a great road to go down. Um, yeah. There's really horrible Stephen King movies, as we mentioned, but there's some also just fantastic ones. Oh my God. I have what's called an idea forming. <laughs> is that what that light bulb is above your head? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, maybe we do like, I don't know, like, because Halloween's coming up. So maybe we do like a Stephen King October fest. Oh, that'd fest, be awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, Okay. Noted. <laughs> tell um, me what research I have to do now. <laughs> right. about that. Well, before we go, what's your favorite Stephen King movie? Do you have one? Movie? Oh, that's so hard. That's like asking me what my favorite song is. <laughs> <laughs> well, The Shining is amazing. Yeah. I loved Stand By Me, which isn't okay. even really a horror film, but that no. movie is so iconic. Um. Yeah, I could just go on. The Green Mile. I thought The Green Mile was amazing, which also isn't really a horror movie, but right, which is right. interesting. A lot of the mo- they don't end up being like the scary horror movies. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure there's a ton of stuff I'm not thinking about, but The Shining is such it's that cornerstone like it's epic. I don't know. Yeah. It's an epic yeah. movie. Yeah, it's 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 a, like I said, it's a masterwork. Uh yeah. it's a, it's just like people they actually conduct classes about the shining like in really? cinema school yeah yeah um my favorite is my favorite story my favorite stephen king story book is um salem's lot oh. um because i've always had a thing like ever since i was young like i had a phobia of vampires yeah so that one scared me the most um mm. but it's my personal experience and yeah. then i don't know if you've seen uh salem's lot the movie the TV series that came out in the seventies that uh, they, they sort of like morphed it into just a long movie or whatever, but it was like a, like a two like or a three part kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so when that came out, they have a very specific scene from that movie where a child ter- gets turned into a vampire mm-hmm. and it's floating up into like this other kid's uh, window and starts tapping on the window. It's super fucking like it's haunted me ever like my whole <laughs> life. You know. <laughs> So I like The Exorcist and uh, Salem's Lot are right there, like fighting for my photos or whatever. All right. <laughs> um, but no, I think that that would be an amazing idea. Like maybe we can uh, delve into Stephen King water, waters pretty soon because that would be awesome. Yeah, 
Um, so yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for being on my show. Um, can't wait till the next one. Um, this one I'm already looking, we're in the hour and a half territory, so it's going to be a fun one to edit. Um, <laughs> it'll only take like a month. That's cool. <laughs> it'll be October by the time this comes up. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, strange sessions, everybody check out strange sessions. Um, lots of cool stuff happening and they have a messy episode coming soon. So super psyched about that. Um, once again, thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves and each other. Peace out.
Nice. <laughs> you should leave that in there. <laughs> after after every single episode, as soon as I hit stop on recording, Kurt says, "What did you think?" <laughs> every episode. What did you think? Nice. Like I'm gonna say, all oh, that fucking sucked, dude. We need to do the whole thing over. <laughs> I don't That's know why he does it, but it's, yeah, totally. <laughs>